When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Everything. Oh, Rob. That's right, Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, Rob. <laughs> oh, it's Dick Van Dyke's birthday today. That's <gasps> why I played oh, that. How old is Dick? 97, I believe. Wow. Yeah, 97 years old. Amazing. He's doing okay. He, oh, is. he lives in Malibu. <laughs> he goes and drinks <laughs> his green smoothies. That's his name, Jason. <laughs> Well, is I that why you're laughing? I didn't say anything, <laughs> oh, Alexis. I just saw you giggling over there. <laughs> okay. No, no, Alexis. Dirty birdie. <laughs> um, no, uh, he, he, green smoothies, what? Oh, yeah. If you Google Dick Van Dyke and green smoothies, you will find pictures of Dick Van Dyke living his best life in Malibu, drinking green smoothies and walking near the CVS. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I know what's in, in those. Is there a recipe? We'll get one for you. Okay. It's a little, Let's little make de- some. A little dehydrated meat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, uh, 2017, 20, it doesn't matter when it came out, but um, Mary Poppins Returns, oh, yeah. which which I will say, look, I, I should do this as a, well, Lex and Holly and I talked about, we want to bring back the segment, does it hold up or is this still good or whatever? Uh, I, I'll be brief on this. I will. I will forever say. I think Mary Poppins Returns got a bad uh, got a bad rap. I think it is better than people thought it was than people initially gave it credit for. I think Emily Blunt. If you can't have Julie Andrews and you can't, I'm sorry, she can't do it. Mm-mm. If you're gonna have a new Mary, you can't do much better than Emily Blunt. I'm nope. sorry, Agreed. she was she was perfect. People just had a bad problem with it because the first is so beloved. And I agree. I agree. But, oh, the music isn't as beloved. Well, of course not. The original music has been around for 50 years. Of course it's not as beloved. Yeah, the Sherman brothers are the Sherman brothers. Yes. They're great. But uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's pretty good, too. Oh, uh, let me, uh, you, you ask Colin. Whenever we go to Disney, he's smiling right now. He loves it. I when I'm at the, my goofiest and I make him laugh, I do a dance to Lin Manuel Miranda's uh, "Trip the Light Fantastic," 
which is a great song from that soundtrack, I jump on our bed in our hotel and I do a whole little dance routine. Um, when, whenever we're at Disney, <laughs> it's a great song. And, and any, anyway, I don't want to go. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for another segment. But um, Dick was in that movie, mm-hmm. and at nine, at that point, he was ninety-two. He danced. He did. He, did. he got on top of a desk. <laughs> it didn't, he tap danced on a desk. I can't do that at forty-eight with my toe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now with that big toe. I know. How is it today? Medicine um, kicking in? Yeah, you know, every day it gets a little better. I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm I'm weebling and not wobbling. You know, I was weeble wobbling walking. I'm now weebling. Nice. Weebling. So yeah. Um, okay. Uh, again, I wanna I'm I'm very curious about the story that you have on the sheet here, Lex. A request from Uber Eat patrons. What is this? Oh, Okay, we're going there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I'm we sorry, were doing. No. Um, okay. Oh, the snubs. Yeah, I, I know. But this, I, I do want to get to the snubs. Yeah, but sure. This is killing me. I'm, I'm dying to know because I'm an Uber Eat patron. Yeah. So I'm dying to know the requests of these of of customers from Uber Eats. <laughs> There's just some really funny order requests that come in. Uber Eats every year will kind of round these up, and I just wanted to share some of them because um it is pretty funny. When you think that maybe you're asking maybe for dressing on the side, yeah. don't even think twice about asking because some of these requests like for instance, um one says, "My wife loves pizza, she refuses to eat it, but then she ends up eating mine every time I order it. The problem is that dairy tears her stomach apart now this is in the little comments for the uber (laughs) the Mm -hmm. uber eats you know whatever business that they decide to go with Uh uh-huh so uh they kind of go on about you know they debate whether um (laughs) he needs to summon an exorcist to help with the cheese struggle and um so he says i'm begging you please for the sake of our weekend do not add cheese (laughs) if you must add as little as possible all of that just to say little to no cheese please <laughs> and this is all in the comment section for the yes. uber eats oh that's too much yes <laughs> <laughs> someone also says uh, this is kind of a sweet request but also like really uh this person asked please make it with love because i love you loves the food he says and if anyone is good at drawing could you draw a t-rex with sunglasses on the inside of the box if you could draw your favorite dinosaur on it, <laughs> they're not only asking for food, but they want a custom drawing. What happened to just no green peppers? You yeah. know what I mean? What happened? <laughs> Light sauce. <laughs> not can anybody draw a Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah. uh, at your establishment <laughs> from a kid? I just put it right in the box. Can you arrange my burrito like the Last Supper, please? <laughs> No, I cannot, sir. No, no, no. Oh my gosh, someone was really cute trying to be the corn kid. Remember, he was a oh, yeah. over the over the oh, summer. Yeah, he's like, I like corn. You know, he really likes corn. You know, with the big lump of knobs, it has the juice. It has the juice. You know, just to give you context, if you don't remember. remember. Yeah. Anyway, I love that kid. Um, and so someone put for me, I really like corn. A big lump of knobs it has the juice it has the juice i can't imagine a more beautiful thing give me a lot of corn (laughs) (laughs) i i 
I would love to see the reaction of the employees as these are coming up on the ticket, you know, on the or on the iPad. Mm-hmm. I think it's an iPad when you're in Uber Eats uh, restaurant. Can, it, just people going, what? What? Like Mariah, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? What? Oh, God. What? And there's also sad news for ranch enthusiasts, which I, oh, we live God. among ranch lovers, right? We love the we ranch do. dressing. We do. Well, I guess that customers' desire to have extra on the side has dwindled. It didn't even make the top 20 of these requests with Uber Eats. Uh, wonder what nationally? that means. Nationally? Yeah. Nationally? Nationally. Hmm. Well, I will say the ranch obsession, mm-hmm. I was not even aware of. It is not really a thing. It was not a thing in Chicagoland. It was only until I moved here. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That I, that I realized it was like the state condiment. You know, it was like the loon is the bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the state. It wasn't got the a lady thing. slipper. Yeah. Our flower. The flower. Right? Isn't that our flower? Yes. Okay, thank you. It is Holly. Yes. Okay, yeah, I, just, I, yeah, I was like, I remember, right? I remember sixth grade <laughs> history. Okay, okay yeah. good. Phew. I don't, I didn't remember. Not, yeah, I would, why would I know that? Anyway. Oh, man. Uber okay. Eats also, a lot of people ordering non-alcoholic beer, wines, and spirits because that sober curious movement that was going on this year. Um, a lot of people dipping into that alcohol-free lifestyle and ordering through Uber Eats. So lots of requests for that. Hanson said mocktails are still uh, as popular as yes. ever. And I, I see them on the menus of uh, many places. So I love mm-hmm. Uber Eats. I love them. Uh, when we come back, all Alexis all the time, because when we return, <laughs> she started watching it. And I don't know what this means, that you stopped oh. and you had to pick it back up. So Yeah, I'm White curious. Lotus got in the way, but I can, yeah, I'll okay. tell you about that, yeah. Do we need another Pinocchio? Alexis has a big fat movie. <laughs> Alexis has a big fat movie review when we return. How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. That's right. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thank you for being here. We hope you're having a good day. Thank yes. you for starting it with us. Get another vodka soda. I mean, another <laughs> glass of orange juice. Well, it's Tuesday. Uh, we, we need to be productive. Tuesday. So That's right. It is. Seriously. Big fat movie review. Uh, yet another Pinocchio. Talk to us, Lex. Yes. Okay. So it does feel like, wow, do we need another one of these? Now, I don't know exactly how the you know information is shared over there before. Like the, if the if the different like streaming services are going, oh, well, we've got this one. We've got this one. And okay, we got to get it out before because uh, Zemeckis is. Pinocchio came out before Guillermo del Toro's, but this has been in production. He's been wanting to do this for 15 years, and every studio said no until Netflix finally said yes. Mm. So it has been something, you know, the timing, of course, is curious, but Mm -hmm. um, it's fantastic. I'll just bottom line it. I loved it. What? Yes. It is a very grown-up version, so it isn't like what he was saying. What was it? Babysitter? Uh, It's on a babysitter film. Yeah, that's what he said yesterday. For kids. Yeah. You want to watch, too, because you're going to get a lot of different meaning um, than your children will or kids that, you know, you're watching or whatever. Um, And I just, it's absolutely creative. It, it, they give a lot more context for what happens and, um, 
there's other things that too, like creatively, he, you know, when Pinocchio lies, like, like a dowel, like a rod comes out of his nose, right? And then that keeps growing. But the way he did it is that it actually branches out. So his nose grows out, but it, but like branches come out. And I really loved that. Oh, is that your favorite part? Because he movie? has like wood grain skin. Yeah. I'm just trying to give an example of just things that like the yeah, creative, like the villain is yes. very creative. The villains are very creative and just the, some of the liberties that he took with the original story. I'm, it, it's just delightful. It, it, so that is just one example. But there's lots of life lessons about death, about living. It's not too preachy. And he changed the time from like the like the 20s to the 30s. So you actually see the rise of Mussolini mm. in Italy and fascism. So that's actually a part of the story. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, well, yes. We got deep with Pinocchio. I, I was really just going to say, if out of all the things I thought would come out of your mouth during a big fat movie review of Pinocchio, Mussolini was not on my list. It was not on my bingo card. Right. I, I, I wasn't planning on that when I first decided, okay, let's do oh this, Guillermo. Gosh. Okay. Uh, there's some really funny laugh out loud moments, which were surprising. They have brand new songs that they sing, and it's really sweet. It's, and it's not, it doesn't feel out of place. It's very natural. I was reading about how they did it. The film took a thousand days to make. Each puppet was moved and repositioned frame by frame. So there's 24 frames per second. And this movie is almost two hours long. I got to look at this uh, trailer while you're speaking. Oh, it's yeah, it's really beautiful. And then, of course, he got a lot of um, big names to voice the characters like the cricket is Ewan McGregor, which, you you know, I love him. Uh, Oh, hey. hey, Right. Uh, Hey. Moulin My Rouge. Wood grain skin. That's another great Alexis quote from this. Wood grain skin. (laughs) Because at first he's alarming when you see the when you see Pinocchio, you're like, whoa, that's kind of weird. But it absolutely makes sense as you watch it. Well, I'm looking at the trailer now. I do see the the branch, the lying branches. Yes, it's not just a rod. I really thought that was (laughs) really fun. I never thought about it that way. Is Geppetto still creepy? Is he no, still cre- is okay, he, a he is casino not again? creepy. Okay, and he is not. Um, you know when? And again, it's really hard to not compare it to Zemeckis's Pinocchio that just came out um, because that is very similar to the the film, even though it's you know you you see it's live action, right? Yeah, but. Um, it's yes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. No, Geppetto's fine. The other Geppetto, you it's just that's Tom Hanks. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, yeah. that's Tom Hanks playing him. But this one, no, you no. Okay. You don't get any I, of that. Uh, David Bradley I, voices Geppetto. And this Ron Perlman, Kate Blanchett, Tilda Swinson, they all have voice roles in in this. It is quite lovely. I'm looking at the trailer as you're speaking. It is quite beautiful. Yeah. I I was surprised. Now, the reason why I I did, I had to watch it in two chunks, but that's only because it was Sunday and... um, White Lotus gone White away. Lotus finale. And then after that, I, I fell asleep, so I had to go back. It wasn't any like, indication of whether I liked Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio or not. It was just a timing thing. So Okay. Yeah. I, I think you, you'll like it. It's a way of like, was, dealing with grief. It's And as, a, as an adult, they're just major takeaways that, um, yeah, really stick with you. I, I, you, uh, you, I think you just answered it. Do you think I pers- do you think I would like it? Yes, I think both of you will love it. Okay, Holly, okay maybe I, you know what? I'm not going to yeah. say love. Let's say like. <laughs> we'll keep the okay. bar kind of average there. I'm in. Um, but, I'm in too, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm also a huge fan of Guillermo del Toro. So I know same. you are. Okay, so then yeah, you'll absolutely love it. Then I'll take that back because um, yeah, it's just whew, uh, my. Uh, it's very him, and it's really cool his take on this story. Okay, Pinocchio available on Netflix. Everyone, yep. Not not the other one. This one's on Netflix. Holly Roberts, should we give something away? We have a, a, a prize today. Oh, buddy, yes. Oh, <laughs> we're going to uh, aisle three. Yeah. This morning, where we're giving away a pair of tickets to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Tampa Bay Lightning on Wednesday, January fourth, at eight thirty p.m. Seventh caller six five one six four one one zero seven one is going to win a pair of tickets to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Tampa Bay Lightning on Wednesday, January fourth, at eight thirty p.m. Be sure you haven't won anything in the past thirty days, and you can go to the game and call six five one six four one one zero seven one. Ooh, good luck. Uh- Time life operators are standing by, and when I say time life <laughs> operators, now I just mean Holly. Operator Holly's standing. Yes. Operator is uh, <laughs> is standing by. Hey, um, speaking of Pinocchio and Disney, uh, the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers yes. is available right now. What you and- talking about this time, Jace? <laughs> well, we talked about it twice actually, <laughs> right. uh, because we had a technical snafu. No. Um, this one's a good. Uh, this one's a good. Uh, uh, another great episode. I've been loving this season just because um, it's really going to help folks. Uh, this one is called Newish Things. Not really new things, but Colin and I. You know, every episode has a theme, Lex, and sometimes yeah. things don't fit into that box. So this is a whole bunch of stuff. It's like a fruit we, basket. A fruit basket. So we give our review of various newish rides and experiences, like Ratatouille, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, there that new roller coaster, um, and some big changes to uh, Lightning Lane. So a good episode. Download it right now. Thanks in advance, and uh, find it wherever you get your podcast. Nice. What, when we come back, it is game time next. 
I'm so happy. My mom is jokingly mad at me this morning. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. What but happened? It's, it's a good reason, though. I got her hooked on hacks. Oh. And she was up till 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Watching hacks with Gene Smart. Oh, that makes me happy. She goes, I am so mad at you. She just texted me. She goes, I was up till 2 o'clock in the morning. She goes, now I'm up. She goes, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to watch your show today because I'm going to be watching Hacks. I go, that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. We felt we the same it, way. That's right. Welcome Both back. seasons. Yeah. I love it. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thank you so much for being here. My talkers, hope you're having a really good day. Uh, it is game time. And, you know, uh, we're welcoming Holly again back to the morning show. Uh, she was here about six years ago. And uh, as we do it, we, uh, we're we reintroducing her to some of our uh, favorite things, including our classic, Would You Rather. It's time to make yes. a choice. Would you rather. Jason and Alexis present, Would You Rather. Now we have new music for Would You Rather. This is Muzak from department stores in the 70s. Right. Very relaxing. Thank you, Alexis. Okay, here we go. We're going to start with an easy one. Would you rather have free and fast Wi-Fi wherever you go for the rest of your life? Ooh. Or be able to drink unlimited free coffee at any coffee shop. Oh, free fast Wi-Fi. Without a doubt. Ooh. Same. Same. Wi-Fi. I can get my bean water myself. That's okay. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Your bean. (laughs) The pento black bean. Um... (laughs) Uh, you know what I'm going to say. I would oh, save yeah. so much money. I'm going with free coffee for the rest of my life. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. If I could walk into a Starbucks. Oh, and then just give it to you. Just be, hey, Pylon Angela. Oh. Give me, give me, give me, give me my bean juice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a scary one. Here oh, we go. No, no. Uh-oh. Would you rather experience sleep paralysis every single night? Ugh. Or see occasional hallucinations during the day. Ew. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, I am thoroughly enjoying this new music here. Yeah. I am loving this music, but let's do occasional hallucinations every night getting paralysis. Every oh. night. Oh it's so tr- Oh, that's that trapped feeling. I just, yeah, ugh, yuck. No, um, I guess I'll just hallucinate a little bit, and uh, maybe then people <laughs> might leave me alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll think you're crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Holly Roberts. I I'm ready to see a giant <laughs> rabbit over in the corner today. Yeah. today. <laughs> I'm ready to hallucinate. I'm going full hey, Harvey. Okay, guys. Yeah, we have to share our hallucinations out loud, you know. Well, I that's I was glad Hollywood. I I didn't mean to interrupt you. What I was going to say was I'm glad you said that because thinking selfishly, 
hallucinations during the day would help the show. I mean, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? You guys won't believe what I saw. (laughs) Holly, what'd you see? (laughs) I'm sitting next to a giant cockroach with cross legs and a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This elephant I'm seeing bouncing on a ball. Oh, God. Not that I want you two to have hallucinations, but that would be just fantastic. I feel like we're almost there anyway, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's real life. How about you, Jace? Hallucinations. Yeah. I can't the sleep do paralysis. For the show. I, I <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't do the sleep paralysis thing. Yeah. No. Okay, here we go. Would you rather get a huge tattoo of your partner's name across your chest? <laughs> or a medium-sized tattoo of their face <laughs> on your arm. <laughs> huh. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I love this one. What are you doing, uh, Holly? Um, I'm do- Well, <laughs> hmm. now, see, the complication is, is that my husband goes by a nickname. And his real name is something different. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to put his nickname across my chest because it has multiple meetings. So it just, I'm going to have a big old chip. Right across my Yeah. I get to choose the font. No Comic Sans, though. Yeah. No, oh, you get right. to choose the font. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with his face, although I guess I could because on hell, it's Angel. It's spelled Angel. Could have angel. It's kind of the same as Chip, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I want his I want his face on my arm. Yeah, I'm doing that. Jace, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna do Colin's face, but I would like there's a, he has a cute avatar Colin that he uses in text messages. I oh. want that Colin. Okay, I love his avatar. It's he just sent it to me a few minutes ago. I want that, so I'll do his little head. Okay, cute. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Please play at home. Would you rather fall asleep during sex? Oh. Or. <laughs> Been there. I mean, oops, oops, I'm sorry. What? Uh, no, keep going. What's the other option? <laughs> or say something completely inappropriate during sex. <laughs> Both. (laughs) (laughs) Been there both? Oh, yeah, I've been there both times. Um, What's worse or better? Oh, God, I don't know with this one. Well, inappropriate could get you in big trouble. I mean, sleepy, you can just be like, I was tired and this has been a long time. (laughs) We're role-playing here. (laughs) Right. Mine would be Ryan Phillippe. Yeah. Probably the inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> this is terrible. Is it, are you done yet? Holly, I, yeah, I would imagine screaming Bumblebee Tuna <laughs> during Sanuki might not achieve the results you desire. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Oh my gosh. Uh, so what are we doing, guys? Are we sleeping or are we I, inappropriate? I don't know. This? What are you doing? I, um, I'm going to just scream something inappropriate. Same. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
on some glasses that have taped eyeballs on them. Yeah. I'm awake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> with, with just yeah. your eyeballs. Yeah, yeah just get glasses. You're like blindfold me, and he's like, "Oh, this is hot." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're really dozing off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. One more. Oh. Again, it's sexy time. The uh, this is. I'm not picking. The computer's just picking these. Here we go. Wow. Sleep with someone with a major foot fetish. Oh. Or sleep with someone with a diaper fetish. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that... no offense to the diaper fetish. Yeah, is that even a... I mean, what does that mean exactly? Are they in a diaper or are you girl, in a diaper? Means, girl, are we having a diaper you? changing party? Like, what is that? Girl, it means use in a diaper. Okay, yeah. Bring on the toe sucking. <laughs> you can pet my toes and my foot. The top of our feet are, are surprisingly soft. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no, Lex. I, I haven't noticed that. Just pet that. Your to- the top of your foot. It's I- very nice. <laughs> oh. It's surprisingly soft. <laughs> It's okay. kind of like the softness of your earlobes. You know what I'm saying? It is, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, How, foot fetish all the foot. way. Uh, that diaper thing. I no, no. I, I live enough this? of that oh. in real life. Oh, someone's yeah. gonna a get toddler. real hot looking my callus. <laughs> yes. Can you trim my toenails while you're down there? Yeah. Can you give me a mani pedi? <laughs> yeah. Can you check for any more infections for me, please? Oh, my. oh yeah, you got your toe issue. Yeah. What are you going to so, pick? You're going to be in diaper life? Oh, girl. Pampers. Put me in a diaper. Pampers. Put me in a diaper. Just roll me around. It's fine. Oh my gosh, you have a bonnet and a pacifier. That's too much. It's just a diaper, Alexis. Don't Don't baby Huey me. You should go full baby. (laughs) Don't. No. Just a diaper. Uh huh. I'm not sucking a thumb or no, none of that. Okay, let's close this down before we're shut down. Here. I hope you're happy with your choice. Oh. This has been Would You Rather. Thank you, Rocco. We're going to take a break. Stay with us back after this. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I've seen the end of the universe, and it happens to be in the United States. And oddly enough, it's in Houston, Texas. <laughs> Imagine my surprise when I left a comedy club one day and walked to the end of the block and there on one corner was a Starbucks. And across the street from that Starbucks, in the exact same building as that Starbucks, there was a Starbucks. (laughs) I looked back and forth thinking the sun was playing tricks with my eyes. But there was a Starbucks across from a Starbucks. And that, my friends, is the end of the universe. Now back to Mediocre Radio, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hey, now, you can hear everything. <laughs> it's the great Lewis Black, one of my favorite, favorite routines of his oh, from his White Album. The end of the universe exists <laughs> in Houston, Texas, where there's a Starbucks oh. across from a Starbucks. 
That's all right. I wonder if you feel the same way about the Dunkins on every corner in Boston. Yeah. You've been talking about that for years. Oh, yeah. I got to get out to Boston. It's one of the cities. Colin and I talked about doing some ballparks, uh, doing a ballpark tour next spring. Oh, you got to get to Fenway. Yes. Yeah, you got to get to Fenway. Because we do love the baseball. So... Uh, welcome Fun. back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thank you for being here. Uh, we do uh, a little TV taste test from time to time. Our feeling is part of our responsibility to you is there's 4 million hours of entertainment to watch now. So we watch crap so you don't have to. Or we watch it so we tell you to. It's TV taste what, test. What is this? A taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV taste test. Uh, today it's me, and uh, I'm a little late to this ball game, and that's all right. But I had more than a few people in my life over the last few months tell me that I should watch. Emily in Paris, mm. uh, for a variety of reasons. People, when people would tell me, they would say, "Oh, you'll like it because it's like Sex in the City, kind of." It's a, from Darren Star, who does Sex in the City. Uh, the fashion's good. That's what Lori said. And anyway, so um, we tried it. They're half-hour episodes again uh, by Darren Star, who created uh, Melrose. I mean, Melrose Place. Um, uh, Sex oh, in the City. Yeah, there you go. And it starts Emily Jones. As uh, an executive at this social media company or this marketing company that uh, finds herself in Paris for a year or two because her boss can't go for this project. They just bought this company. They just bought this uh, uh, marketing firm or advertising firm in Paris. Her boss is supposed to go, but she can't go. So then Emily is sent there and she they live, they live in Chicago. She has a boyfriend and uh, she goes to Paris uh, to work. And she starts, she changes her social media account to be the handle Emily in Paris. And love, hilarity, and drama ensue. These are half-hour episodes. It's light. It's airy. Um, and uh, you, you can literally not pay too much attention to it, which is good. It's not Westworld. <laughs> that was one of the. Oh yeah, that's uh, on the other side. Yeah, Spectrum. Emily Cooper, um, and and everybody was right. I'll just say that. I'll bottom oh. line. Everybody was right. I do enjoy this show. It is like cotton candy, and the fashion is great. The fact that they shoot in Paris, it's not green screen. The fact that this is shot in Paris for five months out of the year. Um, is a selling point to me because just like New York was a character in Sex in the City, mm-hmm. the city of Paris and and its inhabitants are very much a character and a big selling point to me. Um, now, here's the only negative and credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. And it was brought to me and Lex, I have a feeling you are going to agree wholeheartedly. This was brought to me by Colin. After we devoured about five episodes, mm-hmm. he said, I can't figure out if I can't stand Emily 
or if I like her. Mm. Because Darren Starr has a has a habit of writing a lot of his female characters like Emily, like Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. And and Colin does not like Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City. And Emily is very Carrie-esque in a lot of in a lot of personality traits and tone and 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 I will tell you the minute Colin said that she started to bug me. Mm. So my my quandary is my my dilemma is I am watching this show and I don't know <laughs> if I love the main character. I like Emily in Paris, but I don't know if I like Emily in Paris. Are you sticking around for the other characters? Do you like them? Yeah, I do. Mm. And I do like the show. But she, you know, because some, not everybody, I have people that I know that are influencers. Influencers drive me crazy by some of them do. Um, Oh, they just drive me nuts. I deal with I, I I follow a lot because of Disney. I have Disney World influencers are the worst. Um, I think it depends on the influencer, right? That exactly. Yeah. That's why I said not yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not lumping everybody in, but she contains She's the, in the annoying part. Oh my god, she contains uh-huh. some of the worst traits of yeah. influencers. Um, so I can't decide if I if I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> I tried this show when it came out. I did my three-taste test, and I hate this show. I could not stand her. I could not stand the other characters. I thought it was just so so over the top. I just, no. No, no, no. And then I was also realizing that a lot of the people who have recommended it to me, and this is one of the actors. Her name is Ashley Park. She said that she went to the Super Bowl in February, and a lot of middle-aged men came up to her and said, hey, will you please take a, a picture with me or record a video for my wife. I ha- And she has found, and same with me, the people who told me about this show and said that I would absolutely love it were middle-aged women. And I think that it hits different for, uh, you know, maybe it's the, the nostalgia of Paris or like the romantic notions that some people get about Paris that uh, really drew them in. But um, that's it's really funny when I was reading that because she was saying that most of the demo, it's not who maybe she thought like her age or, you know, 20s, 30s. It's actually 50, 60, 70 year old women. Really? <laughs> who really love it. And I've noticed that just with the the people who have recommended it to me, um, were in that age range. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it um, it's interesting. So, Holly, have you have you watched this at all? I have not watched Emily in Paris, and I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, this isn't I, for you. No. It, it's not for me. I like no. the idea of fashion. I love the idea of Paris. But if I want a Paris travelogue, I'm hitting up my Rick Steves. Yes, yes, to get the vibes. Yep. I hear you. Yeah. Again, it's almost I, too fluffy for me. I, I, I'm, I'm in a quandary. I don't know. I don't know if she's going to bother me so much that it's going to turn me off the show in general. It might happen to Colin. I'm telling you, Colin might jump ship before I do. But yeah. anyway, I'm surprised we'll you guys be, made it five episodes. That's I great. Kind of him too. Uh, when we come back, the one, the only second chance romance.